We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Aaron Rodgers looking for Devontae Adams. He's got it. DJ Moore has a pass to the end zone. Jonathan Taylor. Touchdown. Pass is caught. Diggs. Touchdown. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Road of His Overtime on Road of His Radio, brought to you by Blue Wire. My name is Colin Kelly. You can follow me on Twitter at Overtime Ireland. And as always, joined by my co-host on Road of His Overtime, it is Sean Siegel, one of the co-owners at Rotoviz. Sean, this is our third show of the week. We are ready for the NFL playoffs to kick off and we have uh, a fun show here. Obviously, throughout the season we have talked about our different leagues that we've been in. We've talked about the listener leagues and, and how things fared out there for us and it wasn't in the, the best of ways in terms of how it all fared out, but we're going to talk about some of the winning teams and how those teams were built, the roster constructions and, and much more. So, I think it should be a fun recap for particularly any of the guys that won the leagues. I think that'll be a lot of fun for them. I did get some fun interactions throughout the seasons, uh, particularly uh, about how much some of these teams were ahead of us. They were, uh, you know, sometimes when you're in the lead, you know, you just you know stay nice and calm, stay quiet. But some people weren't afraid to lay it on pretty thick to say how we were doing. But uh, it was all in good fun. But we are uh, into the third show, as I mentioned. We did do a lot of playoff uh, content earlier this week. We did our bracket to kind of talk about who we thought was going to head all the way through and win the Super Bowl. And then on Thursday's show, we did the FFPC playoff contest, kind of working through some of the scenarios of the teams that we will submit there. But of course, if you're in any context yourself, we do talk about lots of players that are going to be involved. So hopefully that will help you out. Uh, we did post both of them shows up to the Road of His YouTube channel. We would really like it if you did head on over and hit that subscribe button on the Road of His YouTube channel. We're posting some of these shows uh, up there for Road of His Overtime in the video format. We're posting some of the Stealing Bananas up there. We're posting um, the Road of His Report has been up there recently. And we'll have more shows and, and content coming your way throughout the NFL offseason. So head on over and click that subscribe button. When we do hit that 1,000 subscriber mark, we will be giving away a one-year road of his nfl pass and um, so head on over and click that i will leave the link in the show description today as well to make that as convenient as possible for you sean these teams that the listeners have set up there are a number of different styles but you can tell there's a, you know there's a there's an influence in some of them but we were we were off the pace based on on how strong the listeners were in these leagues and, and the draft scenarios 
Yeah, we, we finished well back, and that's pretty fun, really, right? After how well Rotoviz did in so many different ways with the best ball content this year, but then in the best ball contests, really showing how that content pays off to have these listener leagues that were very, very different, right? You see the listeners employing the tactics and then trying to employ them against each other, and that creates a lot of difficulty. It's... Uh, you simply can't do the same things against other elite players that you can do against the sort of industry as a whole. And that creates a lot of uh, situations in which you have to then pivot to the next thing, just to make it very clear what we're talking about here. I mean, once you get into round six, seven, eight, nine, ten, 10, you're starting to see wide receivers going three or four rounds ahead of ADP. You're seeing running backs fall three or four rounds below ADP. You know, some chatter from a handful of people in the, in the chat that that was pretty silly. And one of the things that we mentioned from time to time is that it did look like there were situations in which running backs had become a value even by the when the flex tool that tends to show the running backs are wildly overdrafted wide receivers incredible values in actual drafts that was maybe not so much the case here but then you still get to the situation where if you're not taking receivers if you're trying to get some of that running back value then by the time you get to the end of the draft your team is more or less dead because you simply don't have the wide receivers to be competitive so we thought it would be interesting to look through these leagues, see what actually happened, and then, yeah, give credit to the fantastic listeners who, number one, participated with us, and we really appreciate that. But then number two took down these leagues, and we had multiple formulations win the leagues. We're going to start out with the one that maybe was the most unique. We're going to go in order that we drafted them. This is listener league number one. Uh, one of the things that I did appreciate here were some of the fun names. We're going to go ahead and use the names that the participants uh, deployed for their team. Hopefully, if there's anyone who didn't want to be mentioned, they will have used a team name that sort of obscures who they are. We're not going to go to the second level of uh, throwing your real name out there if you didn't want that, but that gives us some options <laughs> here too where we have some fun names. Uh, my favorite part is we do have a number of teams in these leagues that are named from either the Big Lebowski or Deadwood. And we're talking about obviously the pinnacle of culture with both of those, the greatest TV show and the greatest movie ever made. So for the listeners to be emphasizing that we really enjoyed, we'll start off uh, right off the bat here column with the team winning. The first league is Sean's Twitter. Uh, my Twitter was much better at drafting best ball than actually being Twitter because we have <laughs> Uh, this participant winning this league, I think finishing second in another one. And Colin, this is the, the one that actually is running back heavy, right? We have Dalvin Cook for the start, DK Metcalf, Joe Mixon, Travis Etienne. And so winning despite obviously not getting any points there from Etienne, but then has Debo Samuel, has David Montgomery a little bit later. And Montgomery, one of those backs who had kind of fallen into the dead zone. But yet, you know, we had mentioned from time to time, probably someone who... That doesn't make a lot of sense for if you want him as a second or third round pick in some seasons, then certainly when he's a third or fourth round pick in a similar environment, you know, that ADP fall didn't make sense. It played out very nicely for this team, but then also some excellent later round selections in Marquise Brown and Darnell Mooney. If you are going to go running back heavy to start, you do need to hit on some of those guys who pay off very well. And then Aaron Rodgers at quarterback, another good play, uh, 
Colin, this is a fun team, a running back heavy team, showing that you can win this way if you hit the second place finishers. I am Alex FF, who has won one of our contests and actually was on the show and did a great job on the show when he was on there. Anything else to jump out to you from listener league number one? What I was going to say is, in terms of all these teams, what we'll talk about mostly is going to be the structure. For example, this team was running back heavy, but they got their running backs and they got out. You know, they they got those top guys. And we, you touched on it, and we touched on it in other shows where the wide receivers did go much earlier in these drafts. And, uh, you know, like Debo Samuel, for example, and this one went in the fifth round, whereas in some leagues he might have been going in the sixth or seventh round. Um, and guys were getting pulled up that little bit earlier but when we look at the guys he took in Dalvin Cook and Joe Mixon and then he did miss out with Etienne who, who got injured but then he had David Montgomery so he, he he was having those picks that he was putting solid value into and then he was also leading to uh, build his roster out from that point so I, I think it's a, a strong a strong roster and a good construction and then when we look at it as well sean the team name i think it's bonus points i think if there was a tiebreaker in this league both teams finished on the exact same points i think we would we would have to give it to sean's twitter just for the name well it, it was a fun one there my twitter very much uh worthy of poking some fun at listener league number two is won by rich and that is both in part because of and perhaps despite selecting Alvin Kamara, who had some huge rushing games, really emerged as a pure runner to the extent that maybe he hadn't, to this point in his career, didn't get the reception totals in a lot of these games that he had in the past, did have uh, that stretch where he missed games with injury. This team still comes out on top because it is a unit that after selecting Kamara does not take another running back until Michael Carter deep, deep into the draft. This team, Justin Jefferson, Kyle Pitts, Chris Godwin, Kyler Murray, Tyler Boyd, Elijah Moore, and Darnell Mooney. We have Mooney here again on another team. We can see the value that he was providing late in drafts. But when you have Justin Jefferson and Chris Godwin, you've gotten off to this incredibly fast start with two of the top wide receivers in the entire NFL. That's what you're hoping to do when you use those high-value picks on them. And then column late in the draft, you have Devin Singletary, who we all know had a fast finish to the season. Yeah, this, this is a really interesting team. You know, Jefferson had a massive year. Godwin had a massive year. They were two players who were kind of propelling us in that main event team that we had. Um, Dar- Darnell Mooney, you know, there was some ups and downs in the season. The quarterback play was was changing from week to week, but um, still a very, very solid season from him. And somebody who we didn't talk about for quite a long time and had an v- interesting, strange, I don't know what we want to call it, season overall was Kadarius Tony, who had a, a couple of massive games and then had his injuries and uh, you know missing time and things like that and, and obviously the Giants were just probably as bad as we could have ever thought the Giants season from an offensive point of view would have went so he was on this roster as well Gainwell had a kind of a hot start to the season then tailed off then has a couple of games where he's put up points uh, in recent weeks and then Singletary obviously and down the down the stretch had a massive massive run uh, and Carter has been has been very strong as well so another good team um pets you know drafting pets in the third round probably comes up as a disappointment then as how the season went but when you link him in with hunter henry who has you know had had, had a solid return from a touchdown perspective and then you have zach Ertz in there who's really come on strong down the, the stretch as well 
that builds in for a very strong roster overall from how things played out here. So a couple of uh, players who finished the season lower than we would have expected in terms of their production, but some really uh, super performances in that roster. And then in second place in, in this league um, was Clayton's team, who who Sean went with the, the pure zero RB. So coming up just, just one place short, but uh, we kind of had a, a modified uh, or a hero zero RB kind of lineup and enforced in a, a pure zero RB in second here. Yeah, so those teams definitely coming through with less running back capital spent early than you might guess, again, when you consider just how skewed to the wide receiver these teams were. We see that again in Listener League number three, which is won by the Cat Dad. I like that one. Listeners to our sort of bonus pods will know that I have a cat who has been with me for 17 years now and she is still fighting along and and watching all of these games every sunday but this team is a modified zero rb team the only running back taken i believe in the single digit rounds is nick chubb and that's when chubb falls to the 312 so again we mentioned some of the surprising moves in these drafts as drafters fight for the wide receivers we can see that as the one two turn is aj brown and justin jefferson Brown obviously misses a lot of the season, but this team still comes through because Justin Jefferson has the monster campaign, but not quite as monster as the team selected along with Chubb at that 3-4 turn, who is Cooper Cup. So that helps cancel out Galladay, Chanel, Elijah Moore. Antonio Brown has the fast start. You know, we talk all the time about selecting a lot of these wide receivers because you're not going to be mistake-free. And you can see a little bit of that here. I mean, this team isn't mistake-free, but having a lot of wide receiver selections allows him to get some of the real stars, and that's a big deal. It's also a big deal to get Joe Burrow with the finish that he has. This team, you know, you have some of those wide receiver misses, and you think, well, how does it work out? You end up with a lot of the very most important players, Devin Singletary and Leonard Fournette drafted late. I don't think it's a huge surprise that Leonard Fournette would be on the winning team. Hello there, Colin Kelly here, co-host of the Rotoviz Overtime Podcast. I just want to take a moment to let you know as a loyal Rotoviz Podcast listener, you can save yourself 10% off a Rotoviz NFL pass. All you have to do is head on over to rotoviz.com, add the subscription to your basket, and add the promo code RVRADIO2022 at checkout. That'll get you 10% off, it'll get you access to all of our content and tools, and of course set you up for success in all your 2022 fantasy football rosters. That code is RVRADIO2022. I hope you enjoy the podcast. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. 
Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You mentioned AJ Brown and, and his entire season, but there was some big week sprinkled in there. But Justin Jefferson, again, was a, a rock star this year. Cooper Cup, you touched on one of the shows earlier this week. You know, realistically, as most important player, most valuable player, he probably should be really in the mix. Obviously, it seems to be that it is a quarterback award. You know, we'll see if Cup might get the offensive player of the year, but he has just been superb. And it's interesting as well, seeing a few people talking about this week with uh, Calvin Johnson, uh, very different types of players, but Matthew Stafford with the the two kind of highest yardage total seasons now to two different receivers. Um, between Cooper Cup and Calvin Johnson. But Kenny Galladay really did nothing this season. You can add LaVisca Chenault into that. And Elijah Moore had his big weeks, but obviously missed a huge chunk towards the end of the season. But sometimes with these best ball teams, it is about slotting those weeks in when you need them. So Elijah Moore would have been very useful there. And Antonio Brown then um, having those weeks up until he finished up with the Bucks. A couple of weeks back, you have Joe Burrow. I think the area here where Cooper Cup and Justin Jefferson definitely salvaged this team is at the tight end position with Smith, Jonu Smith, Gerald Everett, and Austin Hooper. Um, so it wasn't all uh, plain sailing for the tight ends, but you do have Joe Burrow in there as well. And you have Singletary and Fournette who were supercharging this team as well. So very strong team. Zach Wilson and Drew Locke, two other quarterbacks selected. So Maybe in the, the format we were drafting here, might have stuck to two quarterbacks, but you can see with Zach Wilson being a rookie and maybe not sure how that season would go, and then Joe Burrow coming off the injury, maybe adding in that safety with Locke there. Second place in this league was Daniel. And again, these leagues were awesome. Next year, uh, we're going to run them. It was a case we, we had planned to do one or two, and we just kept expanding them. Uh, and at the end, we kind of, we were getting into main event season that's so we kind of ran out of time more than ran out of league so looking forward to getting these up and running this next season we do have uh daniel's team who i mentioned sean you have noted here that he did take christian mccaffrey and a second running back then after that on he didn't take him until we're going we're, we're proud of this sean christian mccaffrey so mrs christian mccaffrey pretty much the entire season Second running back is drafted in round 12, makes it to second place. Uh, pretty impressive achievement overall. And again, it's one of the reasons why structure is so important. Uh, it's easy to imagine this team running away with the title if Christian McCaffrey stays healthy, but you want to create a roster where even if you lose a key piece, you can still be very successful. Uh, McCaffrey does have a couple of big games. Those do help. Those get you some points in weeks that matter when we're kind of counting everything up at the end, but this essentially turns into a zero RB team then and very, very successfully, right? You finish second in a league like this. You've done a fantastic job. You do it without your first round pick. But again, because of all those wide receivers and because of the firepower and because of the way the structure allows you to score points in best ball, you get to this situation where you can finish second. And then Colin, I have to say, very exciting here. We get to listen to league number four. It is won by Log Jammin, which... A lot of people will probably recognize there. And this, a very fun team where our favorite guy, Jonathan Taylor, is the pick in the first round. So as we go through these leagues, we're seeing now that some of the top players are showing up as the winner of one or another. Taylor starting off in the first round here, that helps make up for the fact that the second round pick, DeAndre Hopkins, did not have a big season. But 
with Jonathan Taylor and then Mark Andrews in round three, Debo Samuel in round five. This team just pretty awesome, right? And then you go deeper, you see the second strong tight end in Dallas Goddard. You have Will Fuller missing most of the season, but then you have Marquise Brown delivering those highlight plays for a radically different Baltimore offense. And then the the running backs, right? You have Devin Singletary in there again. You have Rashad Penny. And we know what those guys did down the stretch to really lock this one up. Cool to see these teams and to see some of these winning teams be so heavily invested in some of the particular players that we were high on, which uh, again, doesn't mean that (laughs) that we deserve credit for this. Uh, We did not win these leagues and the listeners did a fantastic job putting these teams together. I I really like this one. I mean, Jonathan Taylor, Mark Andrews, Debo Samuel, Marquise Brown, Rashad Penny. If you had to take this team up against anybody in any kind of contest, you would feel very confident that, I mean, you had the best team. Yeah, no, I think this is a very fun one. And the other players, like, you can kind of, we're looking at these as we record on the screen, the the picture of the team, and you can kind of see the way things play out where there is green at the top with Jonathan Taylor, but for people who play on the FFPC, yellow is the color of the the wide receivers. And then um, after that, it's usually like a quite a good chunky yellow. And then we get into Devin Singletary, Ronald Jones, Rashad Penny, and Chuba Hubbard. And obviously Jones hasn't really worked out this year, but there's no doubt over the, and look, when you're playing best ball, it might be those last couple of weeks, which really drive you over the line. And when you have uh, Rashad Penny having his big weeks, Devin Singletary having his big weeks, and Hubbard did have some solid weeks at the start when the situation uh, with Christian McCaffrey being out, happened and then the players that sean mentioned obviously at wide receiver big helps dawson knox was in there as a late round tight end he obviously helped out a bit uh, trend on these with the quarterbacks and it's obviously a risk if you're going to take two quarterbacks in these leagues but the the slim format where it's 18 rounds i would probably lean towards taking two quarterbacks uh, and getting another player in, in in that third quarterback slot but another really well constructed roster overall and in terms of uh, the league so far, we've looked at Sean. The three tight ends here being Andrews, Goddard, and Knox is is an absolute uh, boost for this team based on it being tight end premium as well and how those guys did this season. Yeah, this was one of the best teams that we've seen in any of our breakdowns. So a dynamic finish for, <laughs> for again, Logjam. And uh, second place there goes to John. When we look at our fifth league which was the tournament league so the top two teams from this made it into that playoff section we have matthew durham winning we have uh sean's twitter again showing up here as the second place team and column these two teams are again heavily wide receiver we have that nick chubb deep in the third round on the team that wins and again you you talk about all-time great teams Matthew's team starts with Tyree Kill, Justin Jefferson, uh, Chubb, and then Cooper Cup. So you get, you get those three absolute stars at wide receiver, and that's going to carry you across a lot of other things. Also has Amon Ra late, which is kind of fun when you consider what he did at the end of the season. The second place team there is a pure zero RB team that starts Diggs, Lamb, Chase, Cooper, Chenault, Mike Williams and Debo Samuel. Again, there's the miss in there with LaVisca. That's a miss that we made on quite a number of our teams. A little bit of a disappointment with CD Lamb, probably even though he finished with an excellent season 
But you look at Diggs, Chase, Mike Williams, Debo Samuel, that's going to be a very difficult team to defeat. Uh, this team, because, again, it was a Rovers listener league, was able to get Mike Davis deep, deep, deep in the draft. You can see a scenario in which he actually puts up big numbers. I mean, if Cordero Patterson doesn't come out of nowhere and establish himself as one of the NFL's better running backs, then that pick scores a lot of points. Obviously, Kareem Hunt on this team. His injuries this season really limited what he would have otherwise done. But you have Justin Herbert to pair with Mike Williams. You have James Robinson, who, when you consider what the Jaguars were like this season, uh, did a great job. The interesting choices here may be at tight end, where we have Eric Ebron, Zach Ertz, and Mo Alley-Cox at the end. That not as much upside as some of the other teams that were successful and yet at the same time Zach Ertz someone who can get you a lot of tight end points and had some very big weeks so uh, these two teams column again we're really looking at four of the five leagues ending up with winners that were very wide receiver heavy and so uh, again kind of reinforcing this idea number one that the wide receiver heavy teams are not just contrarian plays, they're dominant plays. And then number two, that when you're talking about actually winning the leagues as opposed to creating floor, that the wide receiver heavy squads can really give you that edge. Yeah, and that's what it's about. It's about winning leagues. You know, top two finishes are depending on farmers, top three finishes, but um yeah there's no point in coming fifth <laughs> it's about like and, and when we do this over and over again it's it's proven to be successful but the structures as well as what i would emphasize obviously we have the heavy wide receiver bills but then the the right structures and behind it to help those teams have success you mentioned you know cd lamb having a disappointing or not a disappointing but a lower scoring than we were hoping you know we were hoping that he was just going to take the ceiling off and it just didn't get to that level but when we're looking at a roster that CD Lamb and Amari Cooper are the wide receiver five and six, I think we're looking at a pretty good roster. And you talk about the question is always, how are you going to start all those guys? Well, you can start a lot of these guys because of the flexes each and every week. And that just supercharges this team. Um, interesting in this one of our, well, I, I We'll go back. None of us won this battle, Sean, between Ryan Fitzpatrick and Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan played the entire season. He still did not win the battle in terms of who was going to be the better quarterback all season long between him and Fitzpatrick. Unfortunately, Fitzpatrick getting that injury, but he did have Justin Herbert and Trevor Lawrence. Lawrence obviously under producing what we were hoping, but Justin Herbert having a, a major season. And then the team that came first, they had Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow. And for people who listen to our shows throughout the offseason, I'm much more to lean towards that get two good quarterbacks than to get three guys who may be average. But when you get Justin Herbert as one of those guys, you're off to a great start. And both teams would have struggled a little bit at why at tight end, as you pointed out. Um, the winning team having Tonyan, who ended up getting injured, and then Mike Isicki and Anthony Ferkser. So the teams don't have to be perfect in terms of how they, they go, but the structure here is helping these teams to have that success. So uh, was looking at the FFPC this week. Uh, I did see a message that they're hoping to set up their best ball contest or best ball leagues 
starting from the i believe it was the 23rd of january so yeah there is some of us who will probably i don't know if i'll jump in that early sean but we will be going throughout the off season we'll get some of these listener leagues maybe set up early for for folks that are interested uh, in that and you know some of the work that's been done over the last couple of years i know that uh, curtis patrick has done some work on it in terms of drafting teams before the nfl draft with rookies and how the value changes after and so on and so forth so we'll dive into that again this off season as I mentioned at the start of the show, I will be mentioned over the coming shows. Some of our shows now are available on the Rotovision YouTube channel. We would really appreciate it if you headed on over there. Hit that subscribe button. Help us build up that listener account. We love to continue to grow and expand the Rotoviz radio and Rotoviz communities, have interaction with you guys, and that's another forum where we can uh, you know, have the comments and ha- have some thoughts back and forth in those as well. So looking forward to growing that. So head on over there. I will put the link to that in today's show description. Much, much appreciated if you could that for us. Drop a written and review on your favorite podcast app. That's another way that can really help us out here as we enter 2022 and plan to continue to grow everything that we do on Rotoviz Radio. You can also sign up and get yourself that Rotoviz NFL pass if you haven't done so already. Brings you all the way through this season and all the way up to this time next year, obviously, because it's a one-year pass, so it lasts one year, but gets you access to all of our content and tools, and you can use the code RVRADIO2022 at checkout. Save yourself a 10% discount on that. Once again, that promo code is RVRADIO2022. My name is Colm Kelly. You can follow me on Twitter at Overtime Ireland. My co-host, as always, is Sean Siegel. You can check out all of Sean's work up on rotoviz.com. If you do have any questions or suggestions for future shows, hit them my way on Twitter, or you can email them over to rotovizradio at gmail.com. We'll try and use them as much as possible over the coming months, as there will be more time for kind of evergreen or uh, you know more strategically based content. So send them our way. Happy to use those suggestions on some upcoming shows. And until we are back next week, we'll be here on Tuesday. Of course, have a good one. Thank you for listening to Overtime on Rotoviz Radio. Please rate and review the Rotoviz Radio podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. You can contact us via email at rotovizradio at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at Rotoviz Radio. And remember, you can always support the pod by subscribing to Rotoviz with a discount through the Rotoviz Radio homepage, rotoviz.com forward slash podcast.